The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Let's get to Eva Ados, who is the chief investment strategist at eShares. She's on the line from Boston. Eva, thanks for being with us. A lot of positivity in the equity trade today. It seemed a little tentative, kind of midday. We did have uh, the Goldman uh, results kind of kicking us off on a little bit of this positivity. But boy, we got a strong tailwind after the bell. Netflix, United Airlines, JB Hunt, Adobe, all with uh, positive commentary. How do you read this market right now? Well, companies have been setting um, fairly modest expectations for this quarter and for the next year, so it's not that hard to beat them. We expect to see um, the 70% beat rate that we have as of now. We expect that rate to con- to be maintained throughout this earnings cycle, and we 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 do expect that you know like companies will be conservative when it comes to their um, expectations for the next year. So, um, you know, it's a volatile market and it makes sense that managers and companies are conservative with their expectations. What are they generally saying about a future which uh, is leaving behind the era of free money and uh, the pain may be inflicted by higher interest rates? So I think more people are now concerned uh, because the last CPI Um, reading was elevated. So what we know is that there will be upward pressures on the next CPI reading due to energy prices. OPEC cut production by 2 million barrels a day that immediately saw a spike in energy prices about 5 to 8%. So that will have an upward pressure on the next CPI. Housing is also a lagging indicator. It usually lags by about 12 months. That will affect the next CPI reading. And so we are, you know, concerned that the next CPI will be elevated and probably the the one after that too. I think, you know, more and more investors are focusing on that now. But that being said, before the OPEC event, we saw the market appreciate significantly as we thought that uh, inflation is getting under control. Yeah, we have Neil Kashkari tonight saying the Fed cannot pause at a Fed funds rate of 4.5% if inflation is still rising. I was struck by the Bank of America strategist looking at their uh, fund manager survey and concluding that the Fed is going to pivot as soon as the first half of next year, B of A looking at an equity rally in 2023. Do you think that's misguided very quickly? I don't think it's misguided. I think we might see Christmas rally if not, or uh, another rally in 2023, as as they said. I think core inflation has not been this this high since 1982, uh, but doing too little to fight inflation is worse than too much, and the Fed is going to probably maintain their hawkish rhetoric. 
David, we were talking about what corporates are likely to be uh, saying and what, how they're dealing with higher interest rates and inflation uh, before the break. Uh, but looking ahead, what are they really talking about when it comes to jobs? Uh, I mean, we've seen that perhaps uh, there's a tendency to hold on to staff right now for fear of uh, them having uh, being difficult to replace. And uh, that's something, of course, they learned from the pandemic when they did furlough a lot of people. Yes, definitely. But here's our contrarian view. Many people think that unemployment will significantly increase from where it's now uh, due to the contraction of GDP in the U.S. However, we have a different view here. We think that unemployment might increase, but slightly. And that's because of the 80 million baby boomers we have, where 4.2 million a a year come to retirement age, and that will help keep unemployment levels low. We saw that with the last unemployment reading, in fact, unemployment did not increase. It dropped from 3.7% to 3.5%. And it's interesting that many people think you cannot have a contraction in GDP growth and low levels of unemployment. But if you look back after World War II, we we had a a similar scenario to what we have now. We had inflation running about 8%. Um, a, a contraction in GDP and unemployment at 3.6%. A s- significant um, similarities here between those two periods that we should not uh, disregard. So let's pivot if we can talk a little bit about opportunities that you're seeing offshore and particularly in Asia. It's kind of striking. Uh, yesterday we were expecting a publication of a lot of the key data in China. That didn't happen. It's been delayed. Obviously, the party congress is happening this week. It was kicked off with that uh, speech from the Chinese President Xi. Did you hear anything in that speech that would cause you to put money to work in, uh, in relation to China? Uh, no, in fact, the opposite. I, you know, I've been bearish on China for the last year and I continue to be. I think China is entering an unfamiliar state of flat economic growth. Uh, it has actually joined the global economy in this global economic malaise. And the sluggish real estate market, which historically fueled much of the economic growth, is now struggling. And I would say it's on the verge of uh, severe contraction. At the same time, you also have reduced product output due to the zero COVID policy and also the slow global demand. So I see this pattern continuing in 2023 uh, and, you know, it will probably return to normal growth in the subsequent years. This uh, is really also as we got Britain and uh, the European Union uh, facing a slowdown as well, contriving together to reduce global growth altogether, which then has, of course, knock on effects, does it not? Definitely. And there is, um, to your point, it's a it's a global economic malaise. There's a 2% contraction in GDP in Europe, but that's probably considered a recession as of now. That's spilling over to the U.S. partially. In the U.S., we have two consecutive quarters of you know, declining GDP, which technically is a recession, although that determination stands with the NBER, but it's a global, it's a domino effect. One market affects the other um, when you have globalization. And so that that also does not help China in particular, since most of the, a lot of their economic growth was because of the high demand from Europe and the U.S., which is coming down now. Uh, so generally speaking then, Eva, do you favor fixed income over equities in the current environment? 
Uh, definitely no. Uh, I think bonds will do bad when interest rates rise. But that being said, I do favor uh, short-term treasury bills, bill, such as the three-month and the six-month. Most of the action is happening be between the three-month and the six-month. Then you see the yield curve flatten and actually see, uh, invert between the, the uh, when, when the 10-year is actually under the two-year, which you mentioned before, too. So that shows that most of the action is in the short-term, and then we'll probably have either a recession or, um, you know, inflation will come down. Eva, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Eva Ados, uh, COO and uh, Chief Investment Strategist at ER Shares. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.